Hey everyone, it's Justin Brady back again with Random Inks podcast, and I'm here with my co-host Mark Fisher. And it's been a while since our last podcast, but we wanted to get back going on, get back on the horse, and and start putting out content content for you guys. Uh, so, like I said, I'm Justin Brady, and uh, in, our, in our last podcast, we talked about a little bit about ourselves and what we like. And but since it's been so long, I wanted to re- revisit that. Um, so I'm. You kind of grew up on on fantasy and science fiction novels and science fiction movies. Um, probably my biggest uh, favorite was was Star Wars and the original trilogy and then all, all the books that came along with that after Return of the Jedi came out but you know been, been a comic book fan for a while um, movie fan uh, just you know all kinds of things like that so that's pretty much what we're going to focus on for the podcast and I uh, want to see turn it over to my to Mark and kind of he can tell us a little bit about himself. Well, I am Mark. Uh, I've enjoyed comic books and comics and all the sci-fi for as long as I can remember. I probably first got started into reading uh, with the old uh, uh, mystery novel type things when you were a kid growing up, Goosebumps, things like that. Uh, and then I got into actually Harry Potter when my dad bought me a book for my birthday and I thought it was lame and read it and loved it. And I got into, uh, you know, uh, ice, you know, ice and fire, George R. R. Martin got into Robert Jordan. Really good. Uh, started loving those. I'm a big movie goer. I love going to movies. I like watching them. I really enjoy all the Marvel comics, the DC comics, but um, my favorites, obviously, the Triumvirate. I like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I've loved them, watched them all my life, and really enjoyed them. And uh, yeah, it's great to talk about them. And uh, as the movies get going, I get more excited to see the new storylines and the new ideas and watch how they stick to the original scripts and things like that. So it's been been a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. The DC movies, while they've been uh, kind of slammed critically, they've been some of my favorite movies throughout the past couple of years. And I like Marvel just as much as DC, but DC has always had a special place with me. And I grew up on Superman, you know, from the the late '70s and early '80s. Those movies that came out, but obviously, you know, watching Saturday morning cartoons with Super Friends, I you know, was a big uh, DC fan through those those things. And then when the movies came out, I've, I've watched them all several times and enjoy them. And I think they're a lot better than what people give them credit for. Definitely, definitely. I, I am not a fan of Rotten Tomatoes. I will probably <laughs> criticize them a million times while we talk. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, you know, I think they're too, uh, too politically motivated. It seems like every... Marvel movie that comes out is 
hundred percent most amazing movie ever, and every DC movie come out horrible. Yet they continue to, you know, do great, make records, and and entertain people. So you know, I think either there's just the largest disconnect in the world, or there's something fishy going on. Yeah. And while Rotten Tomatoes tends to aggregate all the the comments together, and that's kind of their justification for existing, is like, well, it's not just one business entity. It's all these critics submitting their their reviews and blah, blah, blah. But yet, if the movies were that bad and they the critics hated them so much, why do they, like you said, make so much money? I mean, they make over... 500 million they i think they're in the 700 million range till wonder woman came along and she's surpassing that so it's like if they're such bad movies why are they making so much money why are so many people going to see them and repeat viewings it's not just you know they go see it like it and go home they go they go back two or three times so so it's striking a chord with a bunch of people but yet they get panned by the critics so like you said it's it's a big disconnect. Well, definitely. And you got to look at it too. Like, look what got really good ratings. You know, Wonder Woman aside, that was an anomaly, but the one that got really good ratings was the, um, what is that with the villains? I can't think of it. Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, Suicide Squad got amazing ratings, and it's not even kid friendly. I mean, I would take my kid to see that at all. I don't know if you would, but, uh, you know, it's the one movie that that's breaking, you know, the idea of what superhero comics is about, you know, the idea about being kid-friendly and stuff. It breaks it, a lot of swear words, a lot of things, and then it does amazing. But anything else, any Batman, any Superman, they just hammer it. And it's it's getting old. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably talk a lot about DC on this podcast, since we both like it, but we do want to be fair and give Marvel their credit. I mean, they, they're great movies. I've seen them all several times. I own them and I watch them. I mean, they're just a different flavor. I think that's what it comes down to. They do their thing. DC does their thing. I like them both. But like I said, I prefer if I had to pick one, it'd be the DC movies. So we'll probably harp on that throughout each episode. But, um, so kind of what we've been up to the last few months, we recorded our initial podcast episode, which we ended up calling episode zero because it was more a test to see if we could do it and like it, which we did. But then, you know, we're both in school, we both work, we both have families and just trying, you know, when you start something new and you need to start a, ha- a new habit, you know, it takes a while to get in the habit and that's kind of what happened with us just with our busy lives but we want to do you know more than just every six months do a podcast episode (laughs) so hopefully you'll get more from us in the you know the next month definitely yeah it's uh life's rough like Justin said I'm in school he's in school um and work but uh you know for the last couple months uh you know we've gone and seen a couple good movies um you read some books, uh, caught up on a couple series, reread a couple series. It's, uh, you know, stay involved as much as you can. But, you know, we hopefully to, we can get doing this more and more and and get get better at it. Obviously. Yeah. That's kind of our goal. Yeah. 
Yeah, for those listeners, we don't have any yet at this point, but <laughs> hopefully in the next couple months, people will go back and listen to them. But obviously, as each episode goes on, we are hoping to improve the the content, improve the way we present the content, the way we record. You know, right now we don't have any intro music or anything, any headers for the different you know sections. It's us talking, and we hope to improve that as as time goes on. But you know, definitely, if you're listening to this at some point, give us feedback, send us an email, leave a uh, a review on iTunes or you know wherever you're listening this through. So we would appreciate that as we go on. Um, <clears throat> like Mark said, I've been to a couple movies. I think the first one of the summer was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Right? Was there one before that? A big one? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, I think that was the first one of the summer. Yeah. Of course, as far as the year. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's uh see Wonder Woman came out I think after that. Um Underworld Blood Wars came out. I haven't seen that yet. I'm a big Underworld fan, so I've been kind of hating myself for it. I've wanted to buy it like three or four times, but my wife is not a Underworld fan, so <laughs> she tells me I can't, but one day I'm going to get it and uh, and watch it. I, I really enjoy that uh, really enjoy that series, so anyone that's seen it, definitely post a comment, tell me if it's good, if it's bad, if it's so amazing, whatever it is. Um, Lego Batman movie came out as well. Uh, have you seen that? I, I never saw it, just I, no. I want to see it. But I have never seen it. Yeah, it's on my list of movies to watch at some point. I heard it's good. Heard it's funny. Um, I liked the first Lego movie. It's not it's one of my favorites, but I enjoyed it while I watched it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Yeah, they're unique. Um, so I, I wanted to see it. I'm a big Batman fan, so it's good. Uh, probably the first one looks like Logan. Logan came out in March. Oh yeah, that's right. Did you ever end up seeing that? I did see it. it. It was interesting. It was different. You know, it's, uh, uh, like I said, it's, you start moving away from family friendly type things and all of a sudden you have this most amazing movie that gets great reviews. And I saw it and it was good. I liked it. Uh, probably my couple criticisms on it were that they, it seems like that you just had to swear, you know, yeah. there's no reason to swear. You just had to swear because we want to get away from family friendly. We want, you know, we want these movies to go into grown-ups, I guess. And uh, and I didn't like that uh, too much, but, you know, it is what it is. And then um, I didn't really like where they took the, the Logan storyline. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, he dies at the end. And, uh, you know, I know it's kind of its own line, and it's ending that thing because, you know, he's no longer going to be – Hugh Jackman's no longer going to be uh, – be Wolverine that was his last movie apparently and uh, I get that they wanted to end it for him but uh, it just kind of seems like you took a storyline and and ruined it I think they could have done a lot with that storyline even if they did get a, a different Hugh Jackman but it is what it is but I did like I did like a lot uh, of the ideas with it you know what how Professor X was you know and he's losing his mind but he can kill everyone and 
it was just pretty interesting. You know, it had a lot of good aspects to it. I I enjoyed it. But I, you know, I don't know what you liked about it. Yeah, I I liked the future. How you know we go into the future with these characters where they're at and things aren't that great for them. You know, at the end of the movie, they always the other X Men movies they always triumph over evil and good wins and everyone's happy, I guess. But this one, you know, I don't I don't know how much further in the future it was, but apparently a lot of the X Men are dead, and it's just Professor X and Logan that we see. And so I liked how, you know, things weren't that great for them. They, they lived a hard, li- hard life and they had to, you know, go into hiding and that sort of thing. That was kind of cool. You knew they were going to get found because otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. But so the, you know, just the the guys coming after the, the little girl and chasing her down and Logan taking a stand and actually caring about something. That was That was good to see. But I didn't really get the ending, like why, so they were trying to escape to Canada, and as if they, the bad guys wouldn't be able to go into Canada, but they originally came from Mexico and crossed into the United States, but yet they go to Canada and they can't cross the Canadian border, I don't, I don't know, it just didn't seem like there was a reason to go to Canada, like why were they, maybe I missed it in the movie, but it was just, I was left confused and on that aspect and I was like well if you know what's the point of Logan dying at at that point if the bad guys are still going to pursue those kids and and get them so I don't know I had some holes for me yeah yeah no I I thought the same thing because uh they're running and like they got this uh what is it like a comic book and they're supposed to find some spaceship or something. Right. Yeah, and yeah. So they're running and then he dies and they're like, all right, bye. And then that's <laughs> it. You have no idea what happens. Like maybe they got caught and they all got killed and there's never a mutant again in the world or, yeah. or who knows what happens. Right. No one knows. Yeah. It's kind of a way to, to end the Hugh Jackman story. And, and I get they had to end it, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I give, for me, I give that, uh, I'm going to give it a solid B, B because I'm a Hugh Jackman fan and I, you know, a little bit of a fanboy that way, but I take points away. Just, you know, I don't mind if the movie set up in, and it needs to swear, you know, it kind of goes with it, but don't just insert swearing for swearing sake. That drives me nuts. Yeah. And, uh, for an incomplete ending. So yeah. that's, that's where I give, yeah, that's, that's what I give that movie. That's pretty much what I would give it to. Because there was a lot of good points about it, but there's still it just seemed like you said incomplete in a lot of areas. So maybe there'll be a part two with the little girl. Was was she like X twenty three? Is that what she was called? Forget. Yeah, it's supposed to be like Weapon Weapon X twenty three, where he was you know he was Weapon X at Weapon ten or something or whatever it was. He was nine or seven or. Who knows? I, I don't remember anymore. But um, you know, it, it keeps going on that storyline, and apparently, uh, that alternate universe is supposed to end. And now they're going to go back with you know the James McAvoy uh, storyline and all that stuff. Yeah. So did Logan tie into the the new storyline with X Men First Class and Days of Future Past? Was that part of that storyline, or was that just its own <laughs> so, thing? The way I heard it is uh, that's the storyline from um, 
with, uh, I'm trying to think of what it is, when Gene, um, Gene and, I can't remember the other ones, uh, but when they're, you know, when they're young and they're running through, they go in the facility and they break him out and, uh-huh. you know, and she put, you know, mind melds him and makes him come down. He runs out into the snow and you never see him again. It was like his only okay. cameo. Yeah. He kills like a thousand people. Yeah. Uh, apparently that's that um, okay. timeline. So it's the new timeline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So I'm not, I guess that's where it ends. So, but they're, apparently they're going to not go, go that far in the future anymore and just kind of bring it back and, answer anything else i have no idea if if uh he'll ever be in it anymore if uh they're gonna keep wolverine in it i'm myself i'm hoping that they move wolverine over to uh marvel cup you know marvel marvel movies yeah that's a long shot yeah that could have been why they killed him off is they're gonna move him over there get a new actor so yeah we'll see uh, and then after that, I guess, was that the next one after that was Guardians 2? Kong Island, actually. Oh, Kong Island. Skull Island. Yeah, Skull Island. Uh, I didn't see this in the theaters, um, but I did see it. I, you know, if you like those old shows, you know, the old Godzilla type movies and stuff, and if you don't, you should go see it. This was actually pretty surprising for me. Yeah. Uh, saw the, I saw the old Godzilla and he was fat and eh, it wasn't bad but it definitely wasn't great um, but this one was really good I, I was really surprised the story was great the acting was great the freaking huge King Kong you know destroying helicopters and you know everything else that was amazing it, CGI was great I I loved it for what it was yeah. I, I gave it a you know B plus A minus right there yeah. hands down yeah, I saw it in theaters with my son, I believe. But then we actually watched it last night as a family. And my wife loved it. After it was over, she's like, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> so she gave it a big thumbs up. But yeah, I mean, even watching it on the home, on home video, you know, there's the camera angles, the shots, the, you know, when the Kong's destroying those helicopters at the beginning. And the cameras like inside the helicopter as it's being smashed and crashed. I mean, it's pretty intense. And just that kind of flavor throughout the whole movie was was really good. It was I was surprised. I mean, I went into it thinking, yeah, we'll see, but I walked away liking it. And obviously, we bought it to watch it again at home. So it was good. Great. Yeah, it was. I'd give it an A, I, A minus A for me. A- yeah. Great, yeah. Uh, go see it. If you haven't seen it, go see it. And uh, after that, Ghost in the Shell. That I, I put on the list because I liked the originals, the animes. They had two animes before this one came out. I loved them both. Um, I, you know, I, they came out a long time ago. I enjoyed them. I wanted to see this one. This is kind of you know not anime. It's real stuff. The only reason I haven't watched it uh, is that now I'm married kids and stuff and the originals you know had nudity in them <laughs> so you know you know nudity anime is just not for some people obviously it wasn't a lot but you know had some in, but uh i want to see a new one apparently it's pg-13 so it doesn't have any i looked it up uh if you've seen it 
let me know if it was good because I want to see it. I uh, just haven't yet. So that's that's something I wanted to see. I don't know if Justin has any interest, but uh, I love the storyline on that one. Yeah, I never I, – I've heard of it. I've seen it around, but I never watched the, the original anime one. And I'm somewhat interested in the film, but it seemed like it didn't really go anywhere. So it was in and out of the, the movie theaters pretty quick. But it, it did look interesting. I'm sure I'll watch it at some point. So, yeah. Uh, after that, there's there's a bunch of movies. We, we don't name every movie. We don't see every movie. Obviously, we have what we like and what we don't like. Um, if you guys, if anyone's listening and you're like, oh, go see this movie. Tell us what it's like. Let us know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But uh, So the next movie, I think, on our list is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, finally. Uh, I liked it. Uh, there was the one thing that bugs me about Marvel in general, but yet tons of people actually love a lot, and I, I understand why they like it, but is for me it bothers me is the constant joking. Like every you know, 30 seconds there's got to be a joke. There's going to be a snide comment. There's, you know, It gets to the point where it's just too much, and it takes away... For me, it takes away from the story because you're either laughing or you're like realizing they're trying to manipulate you into laugh or I don't know what it is. But and I think Guardians, this Guardians uh, movie was like that a little too much, too much uh, comedy. And even when there's serious moments, there's comedy and it just kind of takes me out of the story, I guess you could say. Well, it's like the uh, it's like I was saying, you know, the the swearing for the swear sake. It's almost like a joke for the joke sake. Yeah, and it, it's like oh, it worked in the first movie, so let's overdo it in this movie, and and that drives me nuts because, uh, like you said, there's a serious moment, then all of a sudden there's just this dumb joke in between, or it's just you know the movie's going great, and it's like oh great, here comes the other dumb joke. Yeah, there it is. Yep, great. Yeah. Let's move on now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it got to the point where you could anticipate a joke. Like you were like, I caught myself thinking, okay, so it goes to like Rocket Raccoon. It pans over to him. You're like, okay, he's going to tell a joke. And he, he did. And it's not like the jokes are funny or not funny because they usually are, but it's it's hard. There's no rhythm because there's, there's no rhythm to the story because it's constantly being interrupted by the jokes. And the storyline... I don't know. I guess I didn't really buy into the the fact that um, the dad was a planet. I mean, that kind of I don't know. I didn't <laughs> really. He was a celestial, right? He just is that what it was? Planet, right? Yeah, I guess he was a celestial, and uh, he had all this power, and he originally formed as a planet, and then he learned how to form as a human and other yeah. aliens. He went around and had a billion babies trying yeah. to get pass on his gene, and when they didn't, he killed him and left him in the middle of his planet, I guess, or something like that. And yeah, I mean, it was an okay storyline. Um, you know, I read into it. I didn't. I don't really know a whole lot about the Star Wars storyline. I looked it up, and uh, he, you know, his dad definitely was something special. I didn't really read into what. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Star-Lord now, right? Is yeah. he going to have these cool powers, or is he just going to be, you know, like, oh, his dad died, and I don't have any powers, I'm just a, a human. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool moments. That's one thing I do like about 
the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, both the first one and the second one. There are a lot of great moments with the effects. You know, they're in space, so there's a lot of great visuals that they, they're able to do. And, you know, there's the, the, the team concept was great. I felt like the part where the storyline of where Gamora and her sister, is it Nebula? The, yep. blue, the blue girl that they're always fighting and then they kind of make peace and then they start fighting again. It just kind of got to the point where I'm like, what, what are they actually doing? <laughs> you know, either like them or you don't, there's not, you know, temporary makeup and then fight again type thing. I don't know. That just kind of got old as well. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of think this movie kind of ended up being like, you know, you see a lot of this in, in the second movies of series uh, especially in three movie series where the first movie is great and the second movie everyone expects the first movie, but instead they just do a lot of story yeah. and the story bridges to the third movie. And that's good. I like those movies. It gives me a lot of information, but this one almost kind of lacked, like we don't know what to say between Gamora and Nebula, but we want them both in the next movie and we want it something to make sense. So we'll just leave them hanging for the whole movie and then kind of wrap it up at the end. It kind of felt like it was rushed or there wasn't a lot of idea put in it. So it just kind of ended up dragging itself on. Like Nebula was there just to keep her in the movie. There was no other reason. Like, I yeah. don't know why she was there, but I mean, I guess that'll work for the next movie. Hopefully. Yeah. If not, then what a waste. You know? Yeah. If it pays off in the, the next movie, then great. I'll take back my comments and praise them for it. But at this point, I'm not seeing it. And then with with Zan Yandu, yep, um, he was great. But he was such a slimy character throughout the first and the first movie and most of the second movie that you know, spoiler alert, he dies at the end. So when he died at the end, it was like this big send off, and I really couldn't care less. I mean, I wanted him to live, but. He didn't, so whatever. And there was supposed to be this relationship between him and Star-Lord that was, you know, made supposed to make you cry. But yet they're always at each other's throats the whole time as well. So it's, you know, for the most part, Zandu was trying to kill, or Yandu was trying to kill Star-Lord. So <laughs> now we're supposed to be mourn the fact that Yandu dies? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't buy that either. <laughs> You know, I, I, I think it's like a, a taste. I, for some reason, I, I find some people like that character. You know, they, they like the the bad guy who's really good-hearted. And yeah. for me, I just, I'm like you. I look at it, I'm like, wow, I mean, this guy who robbed, thieved, murdered, kidnapped children for however long he died. But but he had a good heart, so let's, let's I'm just like, eh, you know. Yeah. Kind of like, I, I didn't buy it. Yeah, people like it. But, uh, yeah, he was a good character. He just needed to stay true to what they had already shown us in the you know throughout the two movies. Yeah. So me, I gave this one a B minus. Yeah. Um, I wanted to really, really like it. I was excited for it. There was a lot of good aspects, but the bad just out for me. Just it just overweighed the good for me. You know, too many jokes, way too many jokes. You know, convoluted storyline, not making sense. Where are we going? Uh, but I'm, you know, I like the whole universe, so I'm going to give you a B minus out of uh, gratuity. Yeah, yeah, B minus C plus for me. I mean, there were great moments, 
but look, as I left the theater, I was just disappointed. And yeah, I think that's, that's the right word, disappointed. So I'd probably give it a, that's why it's so low for me. So what's, what's next? Uh, after that, there were some different movies. We didn't, I didn't see them. I want to see some of them. Alien Covenant's one I want to see. Uh, didn't didn't get a chance to see. I like all the Alien movies. Like yeah. Movies. I was interested in that, but it bombed. So <laughs> I was just thinking, well, I'll wait till it comes out on video. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I just haven't heard much about it. So yeah. After that, Pirates of the Caribbean, I stopped watching after the third one because it's like the same movie with the same jokes, with the same actor with the same acting it just wasn't getting any better i like the first first few after that died for me but uh dead men tell no tales um i don't think it did good at the box office but i the review said it was the best one since the first one whatever that means <laughs> yeah i didn't see it um i wanted to see it uh however the trailer didn't grab me the trailer left me uninterested in the movie and so me me wanting to see it was just my experience with the the past pirates movies where i liked most of them most of the previous four and so i wanted to see the story continue uh but the trailers that i saw i i didn't they didn't grab me i wasn't interested the new character uh, i don't even know his name but the what's his name javier Oh, uh, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> um, the new bad guy. Uh, he, he didn't scare me or intrigue me or anything, so I didn't rush out to see it. But I do want to see it, like again, like on home video. When it comes out, I'll probably buy it on iTunes and for ten bucks and watch it there. Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's it. Javier Bardem. So. I'm not 100% sure, but it looks like really Jack Sparrow and I think one other actor, like the only original actor still in it. Is that right? In this one? Yeah. Or were there more? I think there was another, one of the the original pirates, I think was in it. Yeah. Captain Barbosa. Yeah. And, uh, but either way, uh, we haven't seen it. So apparently it did do good at the box office, 767 million. Oh, that's good. On a $230 million budget, you know, that's, that's definitely not bad. So it did good at the box office. Apparently, I strike myself wrong. I just uh, haven't seen it had bad reviews is what it is. So um, comment if you liked it. Comment if you hated it. Tell us why. Uh, after that, Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman, I I just uh, – I give it an A, A+. Plus. It, it was amazing. The storyline was amazing. The acting was amazing. The jokes, I mean, it was just new, right? It's kind of like when Transformers 1 first came out. It was the most amazing movie. Now you look back, it is okay. So maybe in a couple years we'll look back and it'll be okay. But for me, it was was a story that you just haven't heard. I mean, I've heard Superman. I've heard Batman. I've heard, you know, Captain America. I've heard these stories. And yeah, it's cool to watch them, but... You know, Wonder Woman's just such an unknown. They had that TV series back in the 70s and 60s or whatever it was. And, you know, some people liked it. Some people didn't. I remember watching it when I was a little kid. But uh, this this was amazing. I, I couldn't get enough of it. I, I think I've seen it three times. My wife loved it. I 
Justin and I went and saw it. I've seen it a couple times since. Yeah. Um, it it was it was great. Gal get is it Gal get get it ghetto? However you say it. She was she did great. I was worried at first when I first heard that she was going to play because I thought she was too skinny, too small. Uh, apparently, she put on, you know, what they say like. 20, 24 pounds of muscle or something like that. Yeah. She did thought it was great. Yeah, she was skinny in Fast and Furious, <laughs> but she definitely fits the role now. Yeah, definitely the best movie of the year so far. I enjoyed it, seen it several times as well. Um, the, the whole origin story, some people complain that the movie is too long, but I enjoyed how they did the origin story with at the first of the movie instead of having the whole movie be the origin story. I guess it kind of is, but um, you don't spend, you spend enough time knowing where she comes from instead of the whole movie, you know, on the mascara, the island. So I thought it was an appropriate amount of time there. And then she transitioned into the, you know, the, the modern, or I guess the, the English con- country and, you know, spent some time there and then went to the the front of the war. So I thought the pacing was fine. I mean, you got to tell a story. And especially when it's the first, you know, theatrical re- release of Wonder Woman, you got to put some time and effort into it to make it right. And they did that. Yeah. No, they definitely did. Um, probably the only thing I didn't like, I'm not a big Connie Nielsen fan. Um, she played Hippolyta. I, I can't say her name. I wish I knew. I just don't. But uh, Wonder Woman's mom. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of her. I, I don't know why. I have no reason not to be a fan of her. I just, I'm not a big fan of her. Um, so uh, that's my only criticism. That's a personal one. Everything else was great. The plot twist at the end was amazing. I couldn't have told you who the bad guy was, right? And uh, David David Thewlis, I, I like that guy. He's a great actor. He's from Harry Potter, if you haven't seen it. Uh, plays Remus Swoopin, so he's uh, he's in it. It was great. It was amazing. Yeah. Go see it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, when she broke her sword on that, on the, the guy's hand, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I was worried for the first time in a long time in a movie. Like, what's going to happen next? Now what? Right, and then when she killed the the army officer right before that, and nothing changed. I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." And I thought maybe, well, maybe it's the 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 female doctor poison. Maybe she's oh, the, yeah. the the main bad guy. And I, like, I was actually curious and like, "Oh no, what's going to happen now?" I had no idea, and that was a great thing that they did with that movie just you know because they lead you down this path pretty much the whole movie oh you know Ares is this guy Ares is this guy and then he isn't and then so you're thinking you're left thinking now what what's going to happen now and then you finally find out it is um I don't know the character's name but you know Ares you find out who he is and then she attacks him with the sword and the sword breaks you know even more mystery you know what's going to happen now so I thought, you know, the payoff at the end was worth the whole, you know, storyline that they developed throughout the whole first two hours or however long it was. 
Well, and it'll be cool too to see like what they do with her powers in the future. Because here she is, she fights Ares, she finds out she's one of the gods, she beats him because she's you know an equal power. Now what, right? You yeah. saw you saw her fight uh, Doomsday, but you didn't really see her pull out too much. You know, she's obviously strong, she's fast, she's got a sword. That's cool. And they're I think they were trying to hide that to see what she could do. But Justice League is coming up. What you know? What are we going to see her do? That's what's got me interested. I'm yeah. excited for that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, moving on after that, uh, The Mummy was there. Haven't seen The Mummy. Um, I, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know if you saw it. Just, I yeah. Don't if you like it. So. Yeah, we saw it. We went as a family and saw that. And it was different. It was different than I thought it was going to be. Um, Tom Cruise is usually playing the hero. Nothing can stop me. I'm I'm a total bad A, and I'm the hero of the movie, right? In this one, he's the scumbag mercenary. Hey, I don't, I'm not a hero. I just I'm just in it for the money. And so it was different seeing him in that role. I think he's played that role before, like War of the Worlds. He was the deadbeat dad in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of that same vein where he's he's just there to for his own personal interests instead of trying to rescue everybody. So it was different, and I, it didn't bother me too much. But my wife wasn't buying it; she didn't really care for it. Um, and then the one thing that always bothers me if if it's not done well, like Wonder Woman did it well. But mummy, not so much. Where they have this villain who becomes so powerful that they can destroy the world, and you know only Tom Cruise can save the world, type thing. And they, I don't think they pulled it off very well. I mean, it, there was a resolution in the movie, but the the way it was edited and produced, it didn't. I didn't really buy it at the end. So it was good. It was entertaining popcorn movie uh, I'd give it a B B minus probably B minus where it was good but you know, I'm kind of glad I saw it but I won't see it again hmm. well there you have it one time shot um, yeah. <laughs> I I'll, I mean I'll probably see it just because you know I, I was a Brendan Fraser fan watch them all but uh, um, I'm just I don't know. Tom Cruise movies kind of uh, laid flat for me last few years, so I, I just never saw it. But there it is. Um, after that, I mean, there's just little movies. You know, Pixar three. I don't watch those. I don't think Justin watches them. Maybe he does, but I don't know if we'll review much of those. Yeah. But the next big one for me, Transformers: The Last Night. Amazing. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Go go on, preach, brother. <laughs> so it is a Michael Bay movie. It is a Transformers movie. So if you don't know what you're getting into by the, you know, Transformers 5, then I don't know what to tell you. But that's that's the type of movie that they all are, right? From the first one all the way through to the fifth one. And I would say the first one was the best or maybe the second best just because it was new. It's the first one. You've never seen that type of Special effects, visual effects, you know, it was just, it was great. And I would say this one is either the best, or I would say it's the best out of all of them. 
if you take out the novelty of the first one, you know, now that we're probably 10 years into this franchise, I would say Transformers 5 is the best. Uh, same kind of storyline with quick cuts, a lot of um, crude jokes, but not so many that it takes away from the story. Um, you got the hero, Cade Yeager, which is played by, by Mark Wahlberg. Uh, it was, it's good to see him in this type of movie. I think he does a great, he's a great action hero, a lot better than Shia La, LaBeouf. He had his time. He did. A, he did a good job, but I'm glad that he's been, you know, replaced or they moved away from that character. At least I would like to see him come back at some point. I think that'd be cool. But as far as you know, carrying the franchise, I think he had his moment. And now that Mark Wahlberg, I think he's a better actor, and can carry this franchise further than he could have, than Shia could have. Um, the special effects with each movie got better and better, and this is no exception. Um, throughout the whole movie it's you know it's uh, explosions and chases and transformers fighting so I mean that's that's what these are movies are and this movie delivered on all those fronts uh, the last half hour 45 minutes of the final battle was amazing we, we went and saw it in IMAX 3D which is really the only way to see transformers the best way to see it because there's so much going on in, in these movies that you got to have this huge screen have the 3d popping out at you that makes it even more impressive and so yeah that last half hour of the last battle was just amazing the way the things that they did with those the characters and the action sequences were just so impressive yeah no um i i agree with most of it <laughs> uh, you know i one thing that I liked from Transformers from this movie to the last one is I think they've learned from the mistakes that you see that's happening in other movies with the the dumb jokes that go on and on and on and on. Yeah. You know, they had them. They, they lived and died by that. People got sick of them. And, yeah, they still had some jokes. They still had some of the same humor, but not near as much. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that for what it is because I get sick of that. You know, it takes away from the movie. I just want to read, you know, want to see the movie. I I really liked it. I love where they went with the storyline. I loved what they did with the characters. I like that Shia LaBeouf's out. LaBeouf, LaBeouf. I, I like that he's out. I mean, his character in the movie was had the same crash as his character in real life did. I mean, holy cow. There's nowhere for him to go. So for him to disappear, I think that was a great move. Uh, from Transformers, from them to move away from him. Like you said, I think it would be cool to see him to come back in, but if they didn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be sad either. Uh, you know, I probably the one criticism I, I've always had is is that, you know, like at the end of the last one, the one before this, when you know Optimus gets up and flies out of space. Well, why, why didn't he do that before? Yeah, and. You know, now you have Cybertron coming to the to the world and takes all of, you know, 45 minutes in a movie. Why, why didn't that happen two movies ago? Yeah. You know, and I get you're trying to build up the storyline, but if this is ultimately where we're going, we can get there a little bit faster. It's like watching The Hobbit in, in four movies again. You know, just, <laughs> just three movies. Just, yeah, three, <laughs> just tell me the story. You know, I don't need to have a 200-page book for three movies. You know, I mean, come on. So... Um, yeah. but I, I really did like it. Like you said, the last half hour, 45 minutes were probably the best sequence, you know, 45 minute sequence I've seen 
yeah. in a long, long time. It, yeah. it was amazing. Uh, take it for what's worth. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 15%. How much? 15%. Oh my gosh. On tomatoes. And, th- and this is what I'm talking about. This is what pisses me off. Google users, hundreds of thousands of Google users, gave it 77%. They liked it. Yeah. There's a disconnect between what the people like and what critics think they like. And it drives me nuts. It pisses me off. So if we start doing that, if you think we're wrong, tell them what tells us we're wrong. Because, my goodness, like, you know, that's one of the reasons we wanted to start reviewing movies. Because, you know, the reviews that are out there. They are too biased. They're too, you know, something's weird about them. And uh, then some movie you've never heard of that uh, 15 people went and saw wins 10 Emmys. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just silliness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's number surprises me. I mean, I would say 77, 80, 85% at most is a good rating. But 15? That's, yep. I don't, that boggles my mind. Fifth. Yeah, fifteen percent. And so, I mean, I've I'm, I've read through some of these, uh, you know, these reviews, and it's just um, it's just just silly. Uh, Kickoffinous, thin plotted, boasted state of the art special effects is pretty much what you'd expect from the fifth installment. Horrible. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff that comes out from this. I mean, I, I almost wonder if these guys watch it. Yeah. Or if they just turn Michael Bay and then they write up they write up a ten second uh, review and call it good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even from the the original audience score. So this is before you know it comes out big screen. All that, even fifty percent of those people liked it. And those are still different critics, but Rotten Tomatoes, fifteen percent. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure we'll go off on that a little bit more throughout our podcasting career because it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, probably last one, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever spider can. He was, I liked it. Uh, yeah. You hear, I don't know if you've, heard, you've probably heard on the radio, TV, wherever you see best Spider-Man yet. I agree with that. I heard, I was listening on the radio. There's a review that uh, kind of talked about it. Uh, talked about the Tobey Maguire ones and what they got out of that. Talked about uh, Andrew Garfield. This one, I I liked it. It was kind of a re- reboot, but not really, uh, being as it wasn't the same bad guy that you see all the time. But it was great. Uh, I I liked it. I liked what they did as the storyline. I liked how he had conflict. You know, it's not like just some kid who's going to school and all of a sudden he is just this amazing hero. He has conflict about being a hero, about what he wants to do as a hero, what kind of hero he should be. Should he show off? Should he not show off? Oh, there's a squirrel. I like the squirrel now. Like, it's just great. You know, it's like conflict that, that someone would really run into. They kind of got out of the fantasy and, and, you know, what could make this more realistic? What could connect to people? And I loved it. Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. Uh, I have a problem with people saying it's the best Spider-Man ever. Because the other ones are really good, um, I don't think, and they're different. You can't, com- you can't compare Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man to this one and to Tobey's Maguire's as well, yeah, either. They're just different. Um, but I do, I did like it. There was a lot of great things about this. I did like how uh, they showed a lot of him being in school, hanging out with his buddies, going to a party, you know, all that sort of thing. 
but yeah, he's a superhero at that time and he's trying to, you know, he's not the, the all powerful Spider-Man yet. He's, you know, trying to get, uh, get in with happy, get in with, um, Tony Stark and they keep ignoring him. So, you know, he's like, um, he has that conflict. Like you said, am I good enough? Why don't they like me? Why aren't they calling me to help, help them out on these missions type thing? So you kind of see that. And then he, he tries to do it on his own and he fails. So I, you know, I appreciated that. Um, but as far as being the best Spider-Man, I, I'm just going to say it's different. Great, but different. So we agree. He was the best. Moving on. <laughs> so we have, <laughs> um, the, the next one that came out we haven't seen is, uh, well, I haven't seen. I don't know if Justin went and saw it. Planet of the Apes, the, last, the new one, War, War for Planet of the Apes. Not yet. Uh, We're probably going to go tomorrow and see it, actually. I, you know, I know most people are kind of against this because, uh, you know, not only did the old one come out so long ago, but then they had that horrendous one that came out with with uh, Mark Wahlberg, and, and uh, it made me never want to see it again. But this new series, the, the last two and this one, are great. I, I want to see this one. If you've seen it, do not post about it. Don't do it up <laughs> for me. Just give me a thumbs up or or nothing at all. Don't give me a thumbs down. Just a thumbs up. I want to see it. So don't ruin, don't ruin my uh, imagination that it's going to be better than Wonder Woman. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it too. Uh, this last week I, I watched the first one. I can't remember if it's Rise of the Planet of the Apes or the Dawn. I, I get it mixed up. But I saw the first one. Um, and then the second one last this last week to anticipation of going to see this one so i am i have always liked the anim the the visual effects with caesar how they animate him and just everything about him his facial expressions the way he moves it's it's pretty good it's really it's you buy the character i guess is what i'm saying you know you don't think oh that's just cg or why would an ape do that oh that's too human-like you don't get that. I never got that from the from the way they animate and and you know portray this character of Caesar. So it's almost it's basically you're watching live action, right? It's not. You don't get the sense that it's it's animation. It was actually pretty cool how they did it. I don't know who was interested in the stuff. Uh, some people like it, but uh, I was watching some behind the scenes stuff, and they actually had uh, the actors. You know, because they put on that stuff on them, you know, to do the CGI for the movements and stuff like that. They actually had the actors go to what's called a guerrilla camp. Uh And uh, they had to go spend so much time with guerrillas and learn how they move before they would allow them to to put on the stuff and do the CGI. It was pretty interesting. It was kind of cool how that that worked. And I think that played a lot into like what you were saying. You get real movements. You get real actions and and things like that. It doesn't feel... um, like it's fake yeah yeah they're doing a good job with that so uh that's that's what we've seen a lot of reviews so far uh, normally we're not going to have this many reviews uh, unless we wait three or four <laughs> months between every every podcast but uh like we talked about we're not gonna uh, try to get into that we've talked about a lot of them so far we're gonna move on and uh, we're gonna talk about san diego comic con uh, <laughs> i know there's it's the big one. A lot of people love it. 
It's bigger than New York. It's bigger than Salt Lake. It's you know bigger than Dragon Cons and all that. It, it's the biggest one in the United States. It's amazing. I've never been. If you want to give me a ticket, I'll give you my address. Uh, so uh, they've had a lot of news come out of there. Um, Justin's seen quite a bit. I've seen quite a bit. Um, take us take us through a couple of things that you've seen, Justin. What do, what do you like? What do you what have you seen that gets you excited? Yeah. Um, there's two th- two biggest things. I I'll just talk about one because I know you'll talk about the other one. But the the two biggest things is Justice League trailer, and I'll let you talk about that. And then I'll I want to address the the DC Films announcement because you know, not only did they show the trailer for Justice League, but they also revealed. You know, hey, this is what's coming up in the next couple of years, next few years, and so they they talked about. Literally, I guess they did talk about Aquaman. They showed some footage, exclusive footage, just for the people that were in, in attendance, um, and they, you know, did a little presentation on that. Jason Momoa was there with his trident, I guess, running around, running through the crowd, and getting hyped up and stuff. So. Breaking chairs. Yeah, we have a picture with him. We're famous, just so everyone knows. Yeah, <laughs> we met him for five seconds. He was <laughs> yeah, pretty he cool. Was at, uh, Salt Lake Comic Con. It was yeah. great. Um, I don't know too much about the DC film announcements. I've heard rumors. Wonder Woman two. That's about the only thing I've heard. Yeah, that was on, that's on the list. Wonder Woman two. Um, and I'm getting this since I wasn't there. I'm getting this from the internet. Uh, gamesradar.com is where I'm looking but they several websites have posted what was announced so Wonder Woman 2 and in no particular order this is just the way it was announced Aquaman Shazam Suicide Squad 2 The Batman which sounds like it's going to be the first of a new Batman trilogy Justice League Dark I think that's the most intriguing for me Justice League Dark, right? That's always been, never been done live action. A lot of probably unknown characters, right? Not a lot of, people who read DC Comics are going to know them. Zatanna, Constantine, Swamp Thing. You know, they're going to recognize those names, but the general public, they're not going to know these guys. So that'll be interesting to see how they pull that off. Batgirl should be good. That's attached to, you know, Joss Whedon's attached to that. But it hasn't been casted Batgirl yet. Now, is, do you know, is that Barbara Gordon Batgirl? We don't know yet. We don't know which one? Okay, no. so people that don't know, there's more than one Batgirl. Okay, there's more than one Robin. There's more than one Flash. Just so you know, Barbara Gordon is one of them. So I just, just a question. Yeah, that hasn't been announced yet. Other than the fact that Joss Whedon's directing it, that's the, the extent of it. Green Lantern Corps, so that'll be more than just um, Hal Jordan. You know, it sounds like it's going to be the whole thing. Which in the the Green Lantern from a couple years ago with Ryan Reynolds, that was probably the best part of the movie was that whole aspect of the core and how they they worked and inter- interacted. I actually liked that that movie. That part of the the film was good. Have they released any like plot lines or anything, or just no. we're gonna do this? No, nothing. Be interesting to see if they 
kind of talk about the Sinestro Corps in there and things yeah. like that. Because if you've seen the original, Sinestro was in it. Um, who knows what happened? I don't know if they're going to keep with that storyline. Uh, I think it was a travesty to take Ryan Reynolds away from Green Lantern. I thought he was a great Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, the next on the list is The Flash. But they're actually calling it Flashpoint is the title of the movie. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. I mean, Flashpoint is obviously uh, Barry Allen or whoever the Flash is. I'm assuming it's Barry Allen. I'm, sh- I'm assuming it'll be the Flash from the upcoming Justice League movie that he changes the timeline. So that'll be interesting. Hope hope to see more details on that soon. And then the last one on the list is Wonder Woman 2. So a total of nine movies, not counting Justice League, that's been announced, that's coming out in November. So not counting that, there's nine, so I guess a total of ten movies over the next four or five years. That's pretty impressive. And missing from this list is Man of Steel 2, which they announced last year, I believe. Uh, Also missing is they've they've talked about a, a cyborg movie. So, but then I've also heard that they would just do a Flash and Cyborg buddy cop type movie. And then also they have, I don't know if they've officially announced it, but there's been a lot of talk about a, a Gotham City Sirens movie with, oh, yeah. you know, Poison yeah, Ivy, Harley awesome. Quinn, and who's the other one? Catwoman, I believe. Yep. There's been a lot of talk. I don't think nothing official, but David Ayer, who directed Suicide Squad 1 is attached to direct that. So it's interesting that that wasn't announced. But So a lot of DC movies coming out. That makes me excited. And then there's this rumor. I want to talk about this for a couple seconds. Uh, ben Affleck wasn't going to be... He was going to leave the role of Batman sooner than expected. As in, he after Justice League, he would leave. And then for the Batman trilogy, there would be another Batman but then, then that was announced, that was kind of leaked, supposedly leaked uh, the day before the Justice League panel at San Diego Comic-Con. And then at San Diego Comic-Con, he addressed, Ben Affleck addressed that. And I watched the video, and he definitely says he's not going anywhere. As long as they want him to be the Batman, he'll be Batman. And he is planning on... Uh, being in you know the the Justice League movies and the Batman movie coming up, so I don't know where that's coming from, but I would like to see him for another five seven years as Batman before they move on. Well, and just Justice League two, right? Yeah, that's another thing. That's not on the list either. So I'm wondering, is that are they just releasing one and two this November, or is there going to be? Since that maybe they've already announced two, so there's not on that list. Well, yeah, there's that. Captain Marvel, right? Captain Marvel should be on that list. I thought that was Marvel. Is Captain Marvel Marvel? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm probably wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Just a lot of upcoming DC movies. And... <laughs> I think it'll be interesting too, from fans' perspective, is which which version of the characters are are they going to be? Is it the Barry Allen? Is it you know a different one? Is it Molly you know, West? Barbara Gordon? 
Is it, you know, these things? And uh, what storylines are they going on? Is it yeah. completely new? Is it based on a certain comic timeline? Which comic? There's like 50,000 versions out there with their own timelines. Which one? I think that's that'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, I'm, I'm excited for every single one of them because I'm a big DC fan. I don't know Shazam a whole lot, so... That'll be probably the most interesting one for me. I just know a little bit. You know, he's he's a kid. He says some secret word. Next thing you know, he's this you know four hundred pound awesome you know Mister Incredible type guy. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting. That'll, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, something else that came up. Uh, I don't think it was announced at San Diego Comic Con. I think it was just released at the same time. But they showed a little trailer for the upcoming, like a teaser trailer for the upcoming. Krypton show that sci-fi is doing and it was they didn't really show a lot but it was interesting to see and I guess it's like 20 years before the planet explodes so it's going to be with um, Jor-El and Zod from, from what I gathered but that that show is going to tie into the DC movies timelines whereas whereas like Gotham on Fox that doesn't and then the Arrow and Flash on the CW, those don't tie into the movie timelines. So all the other, all the TV shows that we're watching now don't tie in, but apparently this Krypton TV show will tie in. But I think they can do that because it's, you know, basically a prequel, and they're not going to go back and show that because Krypton in this universe is, is destroyed. So there's no conflict there. There's no competition. So if they're going to tie him in, you may wonder if uh, maybe Russell Crowe and uh, is it Michael Shannon? They're yeah. going to be they're going to be in it, you know, as General Zod. And um, <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Know. I'd like to see it, but for sci-fi, I mean, they they don't have enough money to pay those guys. So but what else are they doing? I haven't seen it. <laughs> but you know, maybe they're millionaires, and they, I yeah. mean, they got Russell Crowe to do Les Mis, so let's. I mean, apparently he'll do anything. So yeah. All right, so moving on from that, uh, the Defenders trailer was recently released. That was that looked really good. I've seen I haven't seen all of Luke Cage, but I've seen all the other ones, and they're probably the best uh, TV show. It's on Netflix, obviously, so it's not. I don't know if you call it TV, but definitely the best TV show. Out, TV shows out there. As far as comic book goes, well, Gotham. I really enjoy Gotham. Gotham's good, so those those ones I I really enjoy. But them coming together to fight an unknown evil, I'm sure it has something to do with what happens at the end of Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's kind of plays into it a lot. And there was a tease that the Punisher shows up again, so that'll be pretty cool. A lot of great fight scenes in the trailer. Electra shows up as well. So, yeah, it'll be good. I don't know a lot about the Defenders other than what I've seen. I mean, I've heard of them before in the comics. Heard of Daredevil and Electra. A little bit of Iron Fist, but I can't say I've sat down and read their comics. So, what I know is from the Netflix shows, and I've enjoyed it even... Iron Fist got some bad ratings or bad reviews, but I enjoyed it. Thought it was fine. It was probably the weakest of the four, but I wouldn't say it was bad. I I couldn't. 
I couldn't really get into them. I, you know, I watched uh, obviously the um, Daredevil ones. Uh, I started watching Jessica Jones. I think I got like seven, probably seven episodes in, and I just, I just could not make myself watch another one. I just couldn't do it. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't like the character or how it's written. But uh, every time I watch it, I need, I get depressed or something. I, I yeah, I can see that. The middle, the middle part of that series was kind of it drug on a little bit, but it ended really well. So apparently, so I, I probably just need to push on. Uh, and because of that, Luke Cage was in it, and I just couldn't watch Luke Cage because it reminded me of Jessica Jones, and <laughs> it's never got around to the other one because I figured probably the same. So I just I'll need to watch him, but uh, no, that'll be cool. You know, the one I'm excited for I didn't mention before was the one with Constantine. Uh, the Constantine show came out. They nixed it. I loved it. Um, so I'm excited to see anything with Constantine again. Um, you know, I'm not some crazy guy that likes, you know, demons and stuff, but <laughs> I like Constantine. That was amazing, the original show. So I'm excited. Um, <clears throat> for me, uh, the one thing I saw out of, you know, the San Diego Comic Con that really got me excited is the new Justice League trailer. I'm sure everyone's seen it. It's out there. It's on Facebook. It's on the news. It's it's everywhere. If you haven't seen it, then you don't have electronics, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so um, for me, it left more questions than this is awesome. I, I, I already knew it was awesome. You know, I didn't need more awesomeness to know it was awesome. <laughs> uh, but um, it left a lot of questions. Is Superman in it? I'm pretty sure he is. I think everyone's going to say, yep, he's in it. I'm 99% sure he is in it, but uh, you never know. Sometimes these guys get crazy. But for me, the question now is, is Green Lantern in it? There's been a lot of questions out there. Is Supergirl in it? Uh It said no no Kryptonians. Well, yeah, we, you know, but we saw in the original Man of Steel, there was a missing, you know, there was an empty chamber. It was open. We know that uh, there's a Supergirl in the universe. Is she there? Is she not? We don't know, you know. So, but there's a lot of, you know, if you look at some of the ideas out there, it could be in in there. Talked about the lantern, you know. There's no lanterns here. Is Hal Jordan in it? You know. They gotta bring him in. He's part of the Justice League. Well, and he's a major part of the Justice League. Yeah. That's the thing. Anything you look at the, even the the. One of the more recent reboots, you know, the new Fifty Two. He's one of the first original guys, and that, that's almost kind of like what they're doing. Is that, you know, from the beginning of the new Fifty Two, is is how this is going. It seems like, yeah. And, uh, um, you know, he's in it, so it, it would make sense. He's in it. I hope he is. Um, I like who they got to play, uh, um, Gordon. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't think of it, the actor's name. But I, I like him. I know I like him. He plays in a lot of uh, different shows. But, uh, it, no, it looks really good. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. I expect to get no no better than 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, <laughs> I would still suggest everyone go see it. But the fan rating will be like 80%. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it goes. If you're, if you're not Marvel, you get, uh, you get nothing. You get uh, bad ratings and good numbers, so what do you do? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they announced a lot of other things uh, that we can get into. Um, 
probably another time this one's kind of going long but uh, uh we got the new ragnarok looking good stranger things season two yeah amazing. watch the trailer be amazed do not i'm gonna tell us for everyone because there's been an announcement after announcement barb is dead <laughs> you got it barb's, barb's dead she's not coming back uh um millie bobby brown confirmed it the directors confirmed it she's uh, in the trailer she's not in the trailer she is in the trailer oh barb is oh no not barb oh eleven brown yeah she's yeah. alive people it's confirmed she's alive if you didn't know that then go rewatch the first one but uh no it's uh that looks amazing i'm excited for that november october whenever it can't come fast enough looks halloween really Halloween, yeah, and we're gonna have a party and uh, and a podcast. That's that's already set in stone. I just set it in stone, so we will be there watching it. Yeah, first uh, first few episodes. So we have a live. We can have a live watch commentary on the first episode. Yes, it's good. If you haven't seen it, watch the first one. It was surprisingly amazing, uh, especially if you're a little bit older. It has the old '80s scary movie feel. But with an awesome storyline, good, you know, good shots, good CGI, whatever it is, it's just good. Yeah. We'll watch it. Um, get ready for season two. It's coming out. Um, I think there's one more thing definitely that Justin want to talk about. Ready Player One. He was telling me about it. I know nothing about this. Sounds <laughs> great. Tell us about it. Yeah. So Ready Player One was a book that came out uh, probably four years ago now, maybe five. Uh, a lot of eight set in the near future probably 20 years out from from now kind of a dystopian type society but it's not your typical uh hunger games or uh, anything like that it's totally high tech where people live in a crappy town crappy situation but they all escape to uh virtual reality world and there's a lot of stuff going on. They go to school there. They play their games there. They meet people there. So everything's done through this virtual reality world. And so this kid who's, I think he's like a senior, so 17 or so, he's in his last year of school and he has no prospects really. So he, the guy who creates this virtual reality world, um, he ends up dying and he leaves a all his money to whoever can finish this quest is kind of a treasure hunt where there's clues and they gotta everyone has to figure out the clues and uh, get to the end and the first one who gets to the end of the quest gets all the money and so everybody naturally freaks out and is gonna you know be the first one but nothing happens for like I, know, I think it's a year no one comes up with any clues they can't find anything so people start dropping out but this kid who uh, doesn't have any prospects he keeps at it and he has some success so it's uh the creator of this virtual reality world he grew up in the 80s so there's tons of 80s references you know video games from the 80s tv shows movies music uh the band rush it was his favorite band so the music is in the trailer from rush some rush music and then throughout the the story, there's, you know, you got to know the, your Rush history. You got to know your Rush songs so you can help 
Uh, it'll help you solve the puzzles and stuff. So all this pop culture from the 80s just comes together into one story along with this high-tech world that they – or virtual world that they inhabit. So it's it's – I don't know. When I read it, I've read it like three times and – each time it's just as good, but the first time, you know, it's fast pay. You're just plowing through the book, trying to get through the story and find out what happens. So I, I would suspect that this movie is going to be the same. It's done by Steven Spielberg, and the script was written by the guy who who wrote the book and another Hollywood guy who helped him, you know, create a, a Hollywood script. But so I, I would anticipate it stays true to the book and is is awesome so watch the trailer if you haven't seen it the trailer is kind of general and generic shows a lot of great scenes and not much on story so i would i think it comes out next year so you have plenty of time to read the book in anticipation of of this movie but it looks amazing so check it out uh march 30th 2018 is the release date on that uh just kind of reading into it i pulled it up uh, just while you were talking about it, and uh, there is a on the trailer, it shows like a big iron giant in the background. Yeah. First thing I thought is like, hey, that looks just like the iron giant in the movie. Uh, apparently, there is a, some reference to it in the movie. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen the Iron Giant, watch it. Old nineteen ninety nine movie. It's a <laughs> little um, like cartoon movie. It's really for kids. I've watched it about a hundred times. It's one of my guilty pleasures. I watch it with my two year old daughter, and I watch it because I want to, not because she wants to. So um, yeah. So there's tons of stuff like that throughout the, the story. Yeah. So. Um, get into it. I'm going to have to read the book. Like I said, I don't know a thing about it, so it looks great, but, um, uh, that will, yeah, we're just reading into it. It looks good. So look into us. Tell us what you think. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you want it? Do you not want it? Give us a comment. Yeah. So there's more news out of Comic-Con, like you said, but I think we're, I don't know. I think we're coming up on hour and a half which I don't have a problem talking more, but so let's save some stuff for next week. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Well, thanks for listening. Um, uh, like I said, if you have anything you want us to talk about, if you want us to address anything, anything we can do different, let us know. We're, we're learning. We want to do what's best for everyone and, and have fun with it. So, yeah. so we, we're on iTunes now, Random Angst Podcast. Uh, we have a website, randomangst.com. Follow us on Twitter, at randomangst. Obviously, we're on Facebook as well, uh, facebook.com slash randomangst. And if you want to send us an email, randomangst at me.com is how you can reach us throughout all these medium types. Uh, we want to engage with the fans, with fellow nerds, fellow comic book readers, fellow moviegoers, you know, whatever the case may be, we want to engage with you and be have you be a part of our show. We want to be a part of the community as a whole and just, you know, just talk stuff that we all like to watch and read and consume. So definitely get a hold of us if you're interested. Hopefully um, we'll get better. Our plan is to get better as we go along um, and just evolve and become better. So... Thanks for listening, and we will uh, be back next week 
with the Random Minks Podcast. Once again, I'm Justin with my co-host. Mark, I'm here. It's good talking to you guys. All right. See you next time.